3: <laughs> i like you the way you are when we're driving in your car and you're Talking to me one on one But you become somebody else For everyone else you watch watching your back Like you can't relax You try to be cool You look like a fool to me Tell me why you have to go And make things so complicated It was just a boring Oscars Before the slap And then you pissed us all off <laughs> I didn't write this beforehand <laughs> I didn't write it beforehand and it was all, oh, was it a bit of an improvisation? But don't get on my stage and slap me in the face. Yes, we are here to talk about the Oscars. Ooh. And man, I, we had to like pause our conversation. Just We just like... Desperately talked for thirty-five minutes. I mean, we have <laughs> to stop! We have to record what we're saying. Yeah,
4: yeah. We have all been on a journey, each and every one wow. of us, from Sunday night to uh, Wednesday night as we record, Thursday as you hear. And you know, I actually think I've learned a lot, and we've all thought through this a lot, like a yes. lot, and there is a lot to say. It's and been. I actually crazy. am really looking forward to this conversation, um, but it is like, the, at first Holden was like, I can't believe something happened that we can like really talk about a page seven. And then I went from that to immediately being like,
5: this is too much, <laughs> this is Ooh, too
4: this much is for a
5: us. Lot. I've, I've never a lot. seen, I've seen Twitter on fire before. I've never seen it so on fire. At first it's like really exciting, like wow, everyone's talking about the same thing. This is like amazing, it's so exciting and crazy. But it kind of feels like when you decide to, on a Saturday night, go out and get like the worst fast food dinner and a bunch of ice cream and watch a bunch of like really bad like movies you know what I mean and about ba- and a- at the end of the whole thing was kind of like how I felt after one full day of being obsessed with my Twitter <laughs> <laughs> feed I'm just oh sitting God. there like oh no I just feel bad it's you know what I mean like food, I'm just like yes <laughs> so I just feel bloated with takes Oh, the takes. Oh, God, the many, many takes. And how many
3: people think that they are just the brightest... Funniest person for their take.
5: Oh my god, you were so funny! By the way, with your he got in one little fight at the Oscars. Did you remember from Fresh
3: Prince? Wow, you are so it?
5: brilliant! I Listen, cannot
4: believe the- if you made that joke within the first two hours, it's all good. Fine. If you were still making it by like Tuesday, it's time to stop. Too
5: much. Thank you for sharing that. Everybody hates Chris meme. I just that I'm blown good. away by how creative it Come is. Come on now. now, I don't know. I was just I I was just so yeah. The, the, it's day it's four takes of it. And and jokes and, they and, jokes and yes. takes
4: right well, yeah. and that's the thing with a, something like this. There's a race for the takes, and there's a race for the jokes. And at first, it is thrilling. I haven't, it, <laughs> you know, I don't know if anyone else woke up the night that Trump got oh, COVID, um, but that oh, was, oh yes. man, like, that was the most fun I've ever had on Twitter. I was just, <laughs> di- I was, it was two in the morning, and, and Gideon had been awake, and he came to bed and he woke me up, and he said Trump has it, and <laughs> I just was. I, I was like the ah! Katy Perry song. I was like, I'm wide awake. And I stayed up for the next like two to
5: All three hours. Desperately
3: hoping he was going to die. He yes, was, like waiting, like, watching the yet? news.
5: When oh, is he going to die? Was... Dude, on Monday, I didn't do the Wordle until like 7 p.m. Oh my God. Oh, like dude, that's different how. Now. I know. I was like, that's how. I was like, oh my God, I forgot to do the Wordle. That's you're like still the first thing doing do. the Wordle? Are people oh, still yeah, doing I love the Wordle? It. Some people are still is, doing the Wordle. It's a part of my like. It's a part of my practice. It's like every morning I get up, we you know, do the do make breakfast. I sit with Winnie and stare at my phone instead of, you know, paying attention to my baby and I do the wordle. <laughs> oh you yeah. You know what I mean? And I talk to her about the wordle, though. I'm like, oh, it's a weird one today. There's why in this one, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, She's did Winnie like, have
3: anything to say about the slap? What does yes. Winnie think?
5: Oh my God, she was there. Well, that was the weird thing. I mean, let's walk through it, okay? Because this is a really interesting thing. We all actually happen to be for one of the, it's very rare this happens. You would think we would do this a lot more since we do this podcast, but it is rare that we were all on a text chain, the three of us, uh, writing each other about, texting each other about the Oscars, and we because we all happen to just be actually watching it at the same time this year. This is a rarity for
4: and, us. And I actually, I used to always watch stuff live, but now I don't have cable. I have finally transitioned to the streaming life. And I was like, oh my God, how am I going to, I have to I have to sign up for an app, which reminds me I need to cancel the app. Um, but I was like, I'm going <laughs> to have to. you got to make
5: an alert for yourself. i got to make an alert. Make alert. I always say you got to do that, and then I never do I'm that. I'm going to forget.
4: Go but I, I, but <laughs> I was like, you know, these things are always sad and depressing and boring. And I know I have to talk about it on page seven, but I can just, like, watch the recap. And I almost, and I and it was already 8.30 and had already started. I, like, missed the opener because of getting the kids to bed. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll just watch the recap and I'll get the highlights and, like, that's all I'll need. But then I ultimately was like, you know, I always watch the Oscars. Let me pay, let me sign up to allegedly pay the 70 bucks a month for Hulu Live TV and then I'll cancel ah! it. And...
5: I and did then, the same. But yeah, so I, have, I also have overpriced Hulu TV and I keep forgetting to cancel it. So <laughs> I, it I literally only have it to watch like, a, like an Oscar. Like once, once every, every three, months. three
4: months you need it. but So bad. So we were all watching it and we were all watching it uh, together and commenting. I don't even remember what we were texting about before, but we were like, oh, that CODA speech was nice. You know, like th- we were just- Oh uh, God, like, but how sad that CODA uh, speech was when, oh my God, and he found out that his father got
3: into the car accident. Accident, and he's deaf and he's paralyzed from the neck down so he could never speak to his father
5: ever again. Yeah. One of the many moments that were absolutely overshadowed. Overshadowed. By, to the point where Jackie sends us articles about other things that happened in the Oscars and literally in every single article at some point they could not help themselves. They had to mention Bring up the, the slack. fucking slap. Yeah. Just to just to nail the fucking, drive it home how much that overshadowed anything for anyone else that night, which is one of I again the the really frustrating things right. about that moment. That's
4: one of my my biggest grievances is the is the upstaging oh, element yeah. of it. That it Especially Quest
5: Love. That yeah, documentary is fantastic, by the way. And the, uh, the, check you it out. know,
4: I, I haven't seen Coda, um, but Coda so from good. what I have read, um, like it seems to be like something where like it is like a pretty thoughtful portrayal of like of deaf culture that isn't that isn't like hearing centered that is actually like deaf centered and to right. have like you know sign language uh, you know interpreters on stage and to have somebody give an acceptance speech all in sign language like was really really wonderful and I think like really valuable and really beautiful and like there was a lot of other <laughs> meaningful things that could have been centered on Sunday night that were and a lot stage. of awkward bad comedy moments yeah and, all the uh, other, all weird... the stuff that usually happens at the Oscars <laughs> like Kristen <laughs> that, that we Stewart wearing
5: shorts about. or or the uh, yeah the weird oh my god let's my mom a bunch was of guys so upset on stage.
4: that
3: Kristen Stewart was wearing shorts. <laughs> How she goes? Doesn't she know it's the Oscars? <laughs> no, she shows up in her short pants. I was like, well, my favorite
5: is cool out. they always have to go after Florida. It's like yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> my, mom, they definitely my mom's do. running
3: commentary for <laughs> the Oscars was great. I actually I love my because my mom watches. All award ceremonies, she watches right. E News live every night. She watches Access Hollywood, so she at times knows more about celebrity gossip than I do. Yeah, you got it. you got to get in on that knowledge. Great, I love, I love getting my mom's feedback, but it was very funny. Chris Stewart wearing shorts. <laughs> I, She's
4: I love the show <laughs> She was on the worst dress list that you sent us, and yeah, I want to have a bone to pick with that. Showed- Great. She looked hot. If you got the
3: legs to wear those shorts, wear the shorts. With the heels? She words like, mama mia. This yes, great please. Legs.
5: Uh, yeah, especially if you thought Timothee Chalamet's was, Can was best.
3: Can we, just real quick, just real quick talking about Timothee. Because <laughs> I thought it was so funny when Ed Larson saw that Timothee didn't have a shirt. He goes, does he not have a shirt on? <laughs> and so was so, oh, so upset. <laughs> And I made a joke to Henry that I was like Oh, it's not very Paul Atreides of him And Henry's like, actually, it's very Paul Atreides (laughs) of (laughs) him And I Ah. said, does, what is it, Gisak Hatterach mean Oops, I lost my shirt in spice language And he said, (laughs) he needs to be covered in the deep set Or he will have a fatal loss of moisture And that's where he lost me (laughs) So that's the end of my Dune commentary Uh, with my brother
5: Did you slap him uh, at that point? (laughs)
3: No, he was so upset because he was on a plane, and he's like, the one fucking time I don't oh watch the God. Oscars.
5: <laughs> I know, right, for so many people, and so many people like sat this one out, at least up until that point, because apparently it did get a huge ratings boost, for better or for worse. Yeah. So, I think we might see some more incidences. I mean, uh, I guess let's just
3: go ahead and say it. Um, anything that resorts to violence, you are immediately in the wrong. Uh, no matter what it is, no matter how it happens, that if you start the violence, you are wrong. And I know that... There are, I'm sure, caveats to this that you can definitely tell me. But in this instance, in this no case, matter what, at the Oscars, like he brought it to violence. Yes. He brought words to violence, and that sickens me. It made me immediately nauseous. The second I figured out that it was real, I like I couldn't explain my nausea and thank God I have a therapist. She's like, That is uh you were triggered because of domestic assault that you've experienced in the past. And right. I was like, Whoa! And it was like, but I was like, but it was on the Oscars. She's like, no, that nausea was you realizing that someone that is on a stage that you do deem in a safe environment was at- assaulted. And you watched it happen. And that, you are going, having nausea is completely understandable and valid response to watching something like that happen.
5: Right, right. And it
3: made me upset. Like, even the rest, you could see everyone in the Oscars.
5: Shaken, yeah.
3: shaken for the rest of the Oscars.
5: And everybody, and and again, and so there's this whole debate on Twitter and everything. And I also just want to say, you know, I told you guys about this and I wanted to state it early on. Uh, I, the one, the tweet I agreed with the, or uh, really connected with the most during the fallout on Twitter was the the picture of the dress. If everyone remembers the dress on social media where you either knew it was blue or you knew for a fact it was gold. And everybody went back and forth about it, freaking out. Like, how could you think it's blue? Um, and I was like, and they were like, this is Twitter today. And I was like, absolutely. And everybody's bringing their own personal perspective to it. So, which is all I think, you
3: can bring to a conversation. Yeah. And as someone that has had experience with assault, I bring that perspective. There's a lot of perspectives that we can't know and right. that we cannot speak to.
4: And there's value. This is that, like, I actually, my initial reaction as the three of us were texting was like, absolute. I was absolutely shocked. I was absolutely horrified. Um, I was like, but, 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 also, along with that, it, i I still I think simultaneously had the kind of like LOL famous people, yeah, like that's you know crazy. this is yeah, this is oh, this, yeah. You know,
5: like, I actually didn't get angry until the accepta- until he won an award. Yeah, like he was standing ovation asked to leave. And I think we all talked about this beforehand. We're all in agreement that like he didn't need to necessarily be dragged away in handcuffs., no, but I do think no, it, he should have, he shouldn't been have been removed arrested from the event. Yes. Uh, and I think he should have been removed from the event, and I definitely don't think he should have received a standing ovation for winning the award and then allowed to get up on stage and, like, do this whole, play this whole victim card, slash, like, God is at, <laughs> wants me to hurt hit people, to slash, <laughs> yeah, I do crazy things for love, which I do think is a really fucked up thing uh, to hear uh, if you're a domestic assault Survivor, like, you know, I mean, it was just so many things. I was like, this is so wrong. This is being handled so poorly. And the best, too, is on Twitter after the Academy being like, we do not condone violence. It's like, dude, say all you want. Your actions speak louder than words. And you... Just let this thing happen. At the same time, I'm already seeing reports coming out being like, apparently, Jackie, you said you read something. They did ask him to leave and he just didn't. The,
3: the Academy apparently asked him to leave and he said no. That is, I will say, at the time of recording, that is what has come out. I don't know anything more from that. Yeah. But I did just read that article saying that he was asked to leave and he said
5: no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and like, so that kind of adds another layer of like, oh shit. So they actually did try to remove him. But, you know, what do you do? It's a live event. They're still trying to maintain some sort of formality, and yes, or like not Rock chaos. Said that
3: he was not bringing charges against Will Smith, and uh-huh. every person that like now all of these accounts are coming out. Which of, of course, immediately on Twitter, you could see the uncensored versions from other countries, uh-huh. but that you can see Chris Rock immediately trying to keep the peace. Even afterwards, he didn't go after him. He did not push it. He he tried immediately to keep the peace and to keep it under control yeah. right. and then you have Anthony Hopkins coming on after Will I Smith's I love that moment after Will Smith's accepted speech and
4: he's just like yes peace <laughs> happiness
3: <laughs> and that's what we're making here and,
4: <laughs> and Chris Rock is obviously a seasoned performer I knew immediately that it was not staged because Chris Rock is a seasoned performer obviously and he was so rattled to me that was actually the most upsetting part I was like yeah he's really upset and there is some, yeah. I have some personalization going on there because Chris Rock was like the first standup I ever fell in love with. I like, I, it's hard for me to, uh, I can't give up on Chris Rock, even though I think that he has done a lot, a, a lot of his jokes, even from back then and m- more recently are, are worthy of like, you know, of, of criticism and whatever. But I was having like a real, like, I'm upset to see Chris Rock this upset. I feel like it isn't and, and, and yeah, so what I was well, going to say also before is MJ, It's
5: also the 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 again the going back to the dress thing. we we all did comedy on stages in many spots in New York right. for many, many years. Right. So another thing that we're coming to it with, our perspective, right. is from the comedian's perspective. And so I had a guttural reaction. I've never been a victim of domestic assault, but I had a guttural reaction to a comedian saying a joke on stage Saying words and having someone just walk up on the stage and get smacked and then not get removed and actually get a standing ovation, but yeah. also that's on top fucking of crazy that, to me as a comedian. That is fucking nuts. All the pictures
3: of Will Smith partying afterwards at the Vanity Fair yes. party. Yes. Oh, exactly.
5: Oh, he's so sorry. He's 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 rapping along to getting jiggy with it, and everybody's surrounding him I just, dancing. You Fuck ruined that, dude.
3: the night of you. Not only triggered so many. People. You ruined the night of so many people that worked so hard to get there. And nobody's talking about Coda. Nobody's, yes, talk, he upstaged, like, nobody's talking yeah, about he he upstaged he, everybody. He upstaged and, and I think perhaps you should have gone home afterwards, at least. You should have at least gone
4: home. I think. <laughs> he upstaged right. Questlove. He upstaged. Coda, Uh, he upstaged I think perhaps most importantly the Williams sisters, right? Because no one was thinking about them during his acceptance speech right? No one, suddenly, like this whole pallor was cast over to I think that's what Jim Carrey said, which I don't I agree with some parts of Jim Carrey's thing I, I completely, just anytime you're calling for the police to come in it's odd That's it's a big not, no for me yeah Doug. for arrest yes. he was
5: like you should have arrested he should have at least been removed and I, I don't necessarily agree with that but most everything else he should said about out ruining that moment for so he should have stepped out
4: there should have been some sort of so but but also i feel like important in this conversation right is and we are talking about our perspectives the perspectives that are informing us and there's uh inherently we are three white people There are going to be perspectives yes. that yes. we do not even s- know we are missing yes. or that we are seeing and not understanding um and so i think it's just really important to like say that that every person is coming to this experience with a with a, a reaction and i had my initial reaction i spoke to some close friends who felt really differently than i did um and my my ultimate take is still I'm I'm still not in the pro will camp. I think I understand the pro will camp or the will defense camp a little bit
5: better. I call it the talk shit get hit camp. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That,
4: that there is that they're, you know, that the defending that perhaps, a family and yeah, def- family and that you know and that it was a or defending attack. a loved
5: one with a, a disability or a right uh, that, a, that you feel yes. like,
4: you know, that that you're that, yeah, that your family has been insulted. That 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 this is that this is you know happened before. Although it's not like Chris Rock has made fun of you know Jada Pinkett Smith alopecia before. He had a joke right that targeted her at the Oscars in twenty sixteen, but that was a completely fair joke. He said you know you can't target you can't boycott something you haven't been invited to. Which whatever you might not like the joke, but that's fair. It's right. not like a it's not a cruel. That's not targeting any. That's not like a, not like a structurally unfair joke. That's that's a fine, totally fair game, Uh, and I think pretty funny joke. And in
3: case you're not aware, also, Chris Rock has said that the joke was not written beforehand. It was an improv joke about G.I. Jane. If you're not quite familiar with exactly what he said, he said, can't wait to see Jada Pinkett Smith in G.I. Jane 2 because of her hairstyle. He claims that he also did not know that she has alopecia. She's outwardly spo- she outwardly speaks towards having alopecia. I, I watched the Red Table Talks. I know this. I know that uh, I know that her, that Willow also ended up shaving her head in solidarity and that there was a, there was a, a moment between, and I, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, her mother did as well, but it was it's been a part of the conversation. So a lot of people online, they're saying, how dare he not know that? Right, which I I cannot speak for Chris Rock, but to make like I, what I a will nightmare. say I can speak for
5: myself. I didn't know that. It's and pretty easy about not Red to Table know Talks everything about everybody, right? It is, we, and we and yes. we're a pop culture podcast where we've talked about Red Table Talks several times. I never knew that. I definitely thought personally that was a fashion choice she was making, but she looks hot as shit. Yeah, exactly, because she, she was anything? really good. She looks incredible. But, but also the, so, the flip
4: side of that, right, is that Chris Rock. I think a lot of people are saying he especially should have known better right because he made a documentary called good hair about Uh black women's hair about how scrutinized it is and in the documentary it features somebody with alopecia but again if he didn't know then he didn't know he was making a joke at her at the expense of something that's more serious than just how you look but is actually an auto autoimmune disease that people that can be really painful for people there and obviously there's this whole element of like the scrutiny of of uh, the the uh, you know of black women's hair, the the intersections of racism and misogyny about black women in general, about their hair specifically. So that again is an important element to this that the three of us are not going to speak on because it is not something that we have the the perspective or authority to speak on. But it is part of I think some of the strong reactions that people were having. Very much so about acknowledged, About why too. did Chris Rock do this? He should have known better. And I just think yeah. that that's worth, you know, pointing out.
5: Well, and that was my whole, ish, like, struggle when, you know, because I was saying before, like, that's kind of the interesting thing with social media in general, and especially Twitter, is, like, something happens like this that a lot of people see at once. And in my head, I'm like, oh... Everyone's gonna feel this way about it for sure, right? right? It's super not okay to like walk up on stage and hit somebody. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. And then, you know, and then apply, like, and then it's so fucked up that he got to go up and win an award and like have this moment after doing that and everything. And then you go on Twitter, you're like, oh, (laughs) you know what I mean? And it's crazy. And literally for every single person that was like, that's not okay. You should never do that. There was always someone. Right underneath that comment, saying, "If you ever like, Will was in the right. If anyone had done that to like Tiffany my wife Haddish or whatever,
4: said that it was like a show of of love and and you know right. of a, a a black man standing black man standing up for his wife that was meaningful to her because she hadn't seen that. Um, you know, Lakeith Stanfield's comment at the, on the red carpet was like amazing because he was just like, I mean, shit like this happens all the time in other spaces, but not here. You know, which right. I think is really like comes. That's that's the That's the thing that if. And again, I think part of the like, you know, people who are defending Will or who understood Will's actions are like there is there are spaces where the socially sanctioned code for somebody wrong insulting your family is to slap them. And and if and that's and that's that's true. And but but it's not in this space, right? It's not in a performance. It's certainly not at the
5: Oscars. And, you know... And I think it's incredible, I'll at least say it's incredibly debatable whether or not that joke, specifically, actually warranted physical violence. Right. If we're going to have just, the
4: first comedian, 1st first stand-up comedian ever slept on stage in a huge... On a public huge, forum. And it, it wouldn't... My choice I mean, wouldn't have Rock been Chris he Rock. I said it himself. He was like, it was a G.I.G. joke. Yeah. <laughs> my choice wouldn't have been Chris Rock. It wouldn't have been for that joke. But there's I mean, we just spent the last 10 years having a debate about whether or not jokes right. matter, right? So right. that's the fascinating thing to me about this. Obviously, jokes do matter. And that's why it's important to have conversations about how jokes should target how what targets should be like, and whether and I think if you're going to say that joke was ableist, I think that's totally fair. Even if Chris Rock didn't know it was ableist, if it caused harm in that way, and that's totally fine, right? To discuss and to to talk about. Um, but yeah, we have now we we are now in a in a world where a extremely wealthy high profile celebrity. Broke the fourth wall to walk onto a stage and slap a comedian for a joke they made. And that is a new world. We were not exactly
5: got applauded. In before. And therefore, slightly made more normal the concept of like, it's maybe it's okay to. Um, if you don't agree with something a comic saying on stage, to go up and, f- and 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 turn it into a physical altercation. And yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I want to hear and what and you guys think about think that. that. I don't think
4: it's a slippery slope like everyone's
5: gonna be slapping yeah, every yeah. comedian. I, I but, think the comics out there being like, "I'm afraid now," you know, to like, <laughs> no, I feel like that's not. And I think all the <laughs> all the Apatow- <laughs> style tweets out there, Apatow, yeah, you know, Apatow he, could like, have he could have killed him. him. <laughs> and in fact, they they really ruin it for a lot of the real conversation here about how that was a not okay thing to do because then because that obviously is ridiculous. And completely overblown, and like we're not that fucking fragile. It was it was just a slap. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, he could have murdered him. Like just in that sense. But it was a fucking slap. Yeah. And it was completely fucked up. And even Will Smith, I think you can tell in his acceptance. Acceptance speech while he's fumbling through all every literally every line a domestic assault uh, perpetrator would say to someone after having done I did it for love yeah. God is asking me to like that was the most, that was the cult version God's asking me to uh, fucking hit somebody uh, in this moment you know this that and the other I mean I just think that that is all like completely disgusting yeah. and like completely, you know and and totally more the pinpoint yeah. on what's fucked up and I want to just say I think a ton of people out there especially being like team will watched the joke and the slap and did not watch the rest and and only heard about it after because who the fuck was watching the oscars in 2022 anyways i mean we've been talking about how much people hate celebrities these days and think that these sorts of things are just big like gross you know uh celebratory events of like shitheads and whatever if you think that's fine but Regardless, I think a lot of people didn't see all that shit and see the people in the audience and the vibe of the rest of that show. And like, so they're all just like, yeah, talk shit, get hit, fuck it, you know? it's Or it's hilarious. It's just two stupid celebrities like doing this thing. And it's like, I, I you know, and I, I totally get I'm like I guess just blow it off and, and think it's just a funny, dumb thing. But like, there was some real interesting fucking crazy shit going on that, that does deserve some discourse, especially, a, you know, for us in a pop culture podcast. Because it's just so funny because I don't want to sit here and just be like, I'm afraid to step upon the stage. You know what I mean? It's like, no, I'll fucking get on the stage. But you know what? If you want to walk up on the stage? I'm going to fucking go. We'll go. You want to go? <laughs> my, my friend my friend Michael <laughs> was like, go, bro. Chris is You want to come up and try to start shit? Fucking, I'm just, I'm just saying words on a stage. And you want to come up here? All right. Unless I'm fucking... Talking about how great Mind Comp is, uh, I think I think I think I have a right to defend myself, and I will not just try to keep the peace. You know what I mean? My friend,
4: it's crazy. My friend Michael was like, Chris's whole like thing is about how much he was beat up as a kid. Like he, he should have run when he saw the look in Will Smith's eyes, and I can't stop laughing about that because. Like, imagine how weirdly escalatory it would have been if he ran. Like, if Wilson yeah. walked up on stage and Chris Rock just turned around and ran, how funny would that definitely have definitely would have
5: thought that was a... Uh, well, they, everybody did kind of think it was a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, everyone uh, definitely would first. have just thought it was a bit. But if at Chris first. Rock was like, he's gonna hit me. But definitely if he ran off the stage and be like, wow, what a funny bit. That would have been so... <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was so shocked, and that's the crazy. By the way, if you are at all of the camp that it was staged and it was fake, you are out of your mind. You need it was to- all
3: for ratings, and you know what? I will say, at first, I thought it was for ratings for like half a second, right? Until well, I, think, but I but saw that- how Chris Rock reaff- reacted afterwards. Right. I think that, that was also afterwards.
5: part of your survival technique. I think that's a lot of people's. Hey, when I was robbed at gunpoint, not to like compare to a much more crazy thing, I thought the whole thing was fake. I was just like, this can't be real. This is must be, that's a toy gun. This isn't mm-hmm. real. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that's part of just being like, because it's, yeah, I think if you've ever been on stage and had or, like, a really fucked up, crazy encounter with a random person in the audience um, in your life, You brought you it up immediately... the other day
3: when you were talking yeah. about the guy that came on stage when I was doing a monologue and what had he done right before he like stopped right. our whole set was that he was trying to rip my bra off when I was on stage in a bra and underwear doing... A model. Right, right. And like, so it's like, there's also that that yeah. comes in. Yeah. of like probably yeah.
4: triggered from that too.
5: Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just from all of doing comedy in New York and dealing with crazy shit.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas.
3: But also, if you watch Red Table Talks, if there's one person that knows how to, with words, talk about how they feel and to suss through yes. their their yes. actions in the past yes. and their actions of present, it's Jada fucking Pinkett Smith. That's the thing. And this is why I Let was like... Let her fucking take care of it. You don't need the, to yes. fucking do that shit.
4: Yes. I so agree with this, Jackie. And I was really struggling with the, like... You know, you should defend your 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 loved ones. Which I, of course, like if someone's, you know, if you know, I think that it is completely understandable that people identified with like with the people, you know, like what Tiffany had said, or the people who identified with like I, you know, one of my friends, uh, you know, whose partner has uh, a disability was like if somebody tried to humiliate my partner in front of a huge audience, like I would also want to hit them, you know? So like, I understand that perspective too. You would
3: want to, but would you do it?
4: Right. right. There
3: is also the difference of like, yes, I think anyone in Will Smith's situation of like, man, I should have just hit him. Yeah. How many times have you said that about right. a situation? But what stops you from doing it?
4: <laughs> yes. And I, I know that we are we are obviously connoting violence here. I also think, again, in the con- like one of my friends was like, he could have hit him at an after party. You know, like something yeah, yeah, something yeah. not on stage. Or like, talk to him. Or talk
5: to or, him, Of course, to him. talk to him or, would be better. <laughs> or even if he really wanted to, it still would have caused a big scene, just said the thing he said from his seat. Yeah, yelled at In the comfort of his seat after he fucking walked out. Which would have been seat, inappropriate. Yes, or but, used yeah. his
4: accept he didn't know he was gonna win, but you could use your acceptance yeah, or... speech to be like, you know, whatever. But but I Jackie, what you said is I think the most important thing. How did Jada feel? And what did Jada want? Let's not let's not be all I found it to be super gross toxic masculinity defending my family shit. I know that not everybody felt that way, but I thought, does she actually want this? Yeah, sometimes you do want of course you always want your loved ones to stand up for you. Do you really want your loved one to go? Punt, you know, slap somebody yeah, you on the behalf? Yeah, it would be
5: silly to cause a huge, giant scene in a formal event, even if it wasn't the Oscars and we right. were just at like a private, non televised formal event. Yeah. It was like a comic on stage. It'd be humiliating. Yeah. Be-
4: and, 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 and maybe, you know, what we don't, she, her, she had like a very coy Instagram post about it. We don't, as of recording, really know what she wanted in the moment or how she feels about it now. But I think that what Jackie said is like, if there is literally one person in Hollywood who is extremely skilled at confronting conflict in a like beautiful, thoughtful way, it is literally Jada Pinkett Smith. She inspires me so
3: much because of that. And like, that is such a big part of like, it's so cool to watch someone in real time. Like, no, we need to learn and to grow together by the power of communication. And that's why I like Red Table Talks. And this is the opposite of that. That it 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 und it undoes so much. And the fact of like I, I said this to you guys before we started recording of like, if my partner did that and I had kids, I'd be like, I don't want you, even if they were grown, I don't want you around my kids for a while. I need I need space. I right. need to go figure out how I feel about the situation. Oh yeah,
5: you need to go and you need to specifically address this in therapy. You yes. know what I mean? I will say too, you know, I think people shared on the roundtable page. There was uh, an incident um, back in college. We were doing Murderfist. I got into a uh, bit of an argument in the in backstage during a show with John, my uh, buddy from Murderfist, and it led to me um, hitting him on the back and. Uh, you know, people are like, "Can't wait to see what old's gonna say about this and all this guy stuff." It was like sort of a meme they created, and it was, you know, honestly, like we laughed about it on that podcast or whatever, and we had quickly made amends. Obviously, worked together for years after that. But that said, that is a moment in my life that I think back on even twenty years later and shudder about. Mm-hmm. And like when I saw the meme pop up, I was like, "Oh." fuck, man, because that is a moment that I'm glad we were able to move past it and continue to work together still even today, but uh, it was not cool, and I knew that wasn't cool, and I knew it wasn't cool the second I did it, you know what I mean, and so uh, you know, I don't know, I just want to throw that out there that like um, yeah, I mean, I'm still you know, I'm I'm still in therapy, specifically uh, I, I started doing therapy to work on anger shit, you know what I mean, because it's just Not fucking cool, man. And that wasn't on stage at a formal event uh, to a person who literally just made like one offhanded. I mean, you know, whatever. I'm not like uh, trying to like walk it back. But still, it's just even a thing I did for a millisecond when I was 20 is something that still fucks with me. You know what I mean? So I just don't I just I don't see. But, and that's actually a really see, good point, too. I don't see how it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't see that.
4: It's a good point. It. Like, I, you know, uh, like, when we talk about violence, I think that it actually is important to also talk about how violence hurts the person who does it. And I think that's like a, especially if, you know, if you're not like a serial, you know, seri- serially violent person, like, you know, that, that in that moment when you slapped John, like, it's something that, that hurt. That, you know, it doesn't absolve oh, you of responsibility, like, but it hurt I you too. I was like, the sketch
5: group's over. Yeah. I'm over. I ruined a friendship. Right. That, one of my best friendships I've made in college. I, like, literally, all of that went through my head the second I it happened. And then... The funniest part: we had to go on stage, John in an adult diaper, and had to be a rapping baby, and I was his uh, cocaine fueled uh, record executive, and we're professionals. Ah, back in and the we day. got through it, and we worked through. We went through the whole sketch, and it was. Ins- I wish I had video of that because we had literally just like had a friendship ending moment, <laughs> and then had to go on stage and be a rap baby, Lord, the rapping baby. Oh, that's and so I'm sure not- there was nothing problematic about any of the lines in that sketch. You know? ah! I'm sure that completely holds up. In every way. Uh...
3: (laughs) No, I'm just glad that we have a safe space here that we can be able to talk from our separate perspectives about how we feel about this. And again, like MJ, you said so beautifully before, of that there's a lot of this we can't speak towards. Yeah. And I, I, and we are completely 100% acknowledge that. And um, I apologize if I was getting too, too real over here, too <laughs> confession court. Now it's fine. people. Here. want I think
5: people want to hear. You know, I mean, this is such a crazy thing that happened. I think for two seconds it was like, wow, this is gonna be like That's really nice! great to talk about. And then literally the next day I was like, I don't even know if I want to talk. Like Same. This is so crazy. No, and how we all much... of this stuff
3: happened. We didn't even talk about the hashtag Oscar's fan favorite, which were all oh of those interstitial God, <laughs> segments. I guess of the outsider has
5: diehard crazy army of fans, like What's wrong with you people? Why are you Zack Snyder people? You know, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. The, The Snyder cut I thought was a decent make good on a really fucked up bad original Version, but like you're a diehard Snyder. No, I think
3: that it man. seems a
5: bunch. So if you were if
3: you were wondering about those interstitials in the Oscars of like random movies that were being played and random like like it was essentially a Twitter based poll where people could choose oh, their own right. Oscar fan favorites. So what happened? Of it course, it was incoherent. It was a bunch of trolls that went on yeah. and got exactly what they wanted to play during the Oscars. Which you know what. Good on him. Yeah, that's what, fun. I mean, breaking
5: wow. the uh s- the speed barrier or whatever. And then again, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, which I've yes. never even heard that of. That Johnny
3: Depp movie, the uh, Minimata, which I've never seen. I was like,
5: <laughs> what the hell is that? And I immediately looked it up. My my thing I was gonna talk about was just like how many years now. Okay, we got through the Me Too thing. We're no we're past the I saw your boob song. Uh, at the Oscars, but how many slap
4: more anybody, years? Is it, but slap
5: him! Just
4: kidding. How many more years? But there are the more is slappable it? moments
5: than that at the Oscars. When so do we to get to the part where we stop objectifying everybody? Because of course, in this one, you also have—is it uh, Regina? Who Regina is Regina Hall? Yeah, Regina that was Hall also weird. G- paraded a bunch of the guys up on stage. Literally groped. Uh, who was the next presenter uh, in front of everybody. It was like the most awkward, like, hey, why don't we just like not do this? Like, I I don't know when it, you know, when are they going to stop thinking that that will also be funny women (laughs) doing it to men? Yeah. It's just like, and I don't care. It's not like a big deal to me. I just think it's hilarious. The double standards of the hypocrisy and like all of it. It also just like, I don't know the whole thing and the awkward thing with Kirsten Dunst making her stand up at the Seafield thing, and I know that I'm sure she was in on it from the beginning, but it was just fucking so awkward and weird. I just well, don't it's because get it. How
3: did like how would you do comedy after that?
5: Like, yeah, honestly, I just only
3: felt so that's bad. Like that yeah. Amy Schumer uh, Kirsten Dunst uh, scene fell hard flat. But yeah. can you imagine going back after that happened, being like, okay, we got to do that. <laughs> bit we came up with <laughs> who gives a shit we just gotta get this show done we yes. gotta get this fucking and, show and done and Schumer
4: had a funny line when she was like I was getting the Spider-Man costume off did I miss anything like that was yeah, that yeah. was funny you know like yeah, yeah yeah that
5: was yeah that was funny Uh but yeah she was even Amy Schumer even said like I just can't like uh, oh I'm still in shock and Stun and sad and proud of myself and my co-host but yeah waiting for this sickening feeling to go away from what we all witness, and I think that that's a pretty decent sum up, too, of, like, the vibe uh, in the yeah, room, right. you know, of, of what that did to that room of people who were there to celebrate great achievements. You want to go and sit there? I mean, it was hilarious. You sent us, one of the articles you said this was so hilarious. Now I'm looking out for it. Everyone wants to be like, celebrities, blah! I hate them! They're yeah, so dumb, right crazy. guys? I'm cool, right? I'm cool sitting in my uh, uh, apartment writing freelance articles for this fucking uh, website. I'm cool, guys. I I hate them too uh, kind of thing. And, uh, but at the end of the day, a lot of people in that room worked really fucking hard. That was a night to like celebrate a lot of hard work. Yeah. And it really is very, it's actually, I know it's crazy, but it actually does take a shitload of hard work even for those beautiful actors that are so talented and uh, have, uh, you know, feed off a silver spoon. Even those people, it takes a lot of fucking work to get
4: Get
3: into, make an
5: Oscar nominated film and then do the whole rigmarole of like all the press and shit that you have to go through to get to that moment and then you know uh see who wins it it's, it's and and, uh, and we'll upstaged all
4: of them you know like yeah i think that's the you know that's just the, the what i kept coming back to and jackie i do really value hearing your perspective as you know a domestic violence survivor too because that's one that i didn't have and that like the kind of visceral immediate reaction that a lot of people i think i you felt know, weird like not. i
3: felt like i was being over dramatic when like i got so nauseous. And then yeah. when it wasn't until no. I talked about it in therapy that I was like, oh.
5: Yeah. And people are trying oh, to play. Yeah, that makes total sense. Makes sense. People are trying to play that down too. But it's again, you didn't, you're talking about it now. It's not like you went and had your like, this is about me tweet or whatever. And people are trying to shoot. I also on didn't I think tell a lot anyone
3: the- at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah, I was
5: yeah. like, this is you're just okay, cool yeah. out.
3: And, you're and, high. I, whatever. yeah also yeah. wanted to <laughs> say, like, throw out my appreciation for. Chris Rock, again, where I appreciated that Wanda Sykes came out and said, right after it happened, Chris uh, was talking to Wanda Sykes, and she said that Chris Rock apologized to her. And she's like, why are you apologizing to me? And he was like, it was supposed to be your night. You and Amy and Regina were doing such a great job. I'm so sorry. This is how how Ugh. what this is gonna be about now. I'm so and interested I to hear appreciate that
5: yeah. more from him. He's got a gig in Boston, I think, this weekend.
3: All of his shows are sold out. I will say, oh, You I'm know true. what? If they're don't worry about that. At least he's gonna, I think Chris he's gonna, gonna, gonna go be clean fine. the fuck up, man. He yeah.
4: handled it. Oh yeah. I think he handled it not only uh from a performance perspective, he handled it very artfully. I think from a like you said, Holden, I think from a de-escalation perspective, he yes. handled artfully he could have escalated it and he did it he said and, he, and and when will said stop he said I'm going to you know like that was a very real moment he was like I'm going to stop yeah like, yeah yeah and uh you know he he got slapped and it must have hurt as he just kept going you know I, it wasn't I mean it wasn't like he got punched with a closed fist he got slapped but it would be very jarring. Wait, dude, and that's very, very scary. Jarring. It, it doesn't matter. i am
5: seven, heard, seven yeah. years
4: old.
3: Yeah, you know,
5: I've been cold cocked. I've been punched in the face out of nowhere by some crazy guy in, in New York. It's just you know, it's it's not like um, he broke anything, but I was just it's. Shocking! It's shocking. It's, you know, it's it, stunning. And I was just on my way to work. I wasn't on stage trying to like do you know a comedy in front of fucking millions of people. You yeah, know what I
4: mean, it's just like
5: yeah, unbelievable. I mean, who knows uh, what I, I don't? I couldn't fathom how I would have handled that. Not as professionally as him, I don't think. Yeah, I would have burst
4: into tears. I, I would have like gotten crying. on the floor and burst into tears. <laughs> yeah, I would have been in a little ball crying. And yeah, and Will Smith's tears. You know, I I think that he was. I think that he was obviously feeling a lot of emotions I don't know I, obviously he reacted out of anger and I, I think, think that he knew wha- how
5: bad he fucked yeah I think, I think that he knew down, he had made a huge knew. mistake he just he just he, he spent so long he spent years and years trying to get to that moment yeah man you upstaged yourself 15 minutes before he fucked you it, up. it. You ruined it. You upstaged so yourself. Crazy. Your
4: entire career has been building towards this moment. And you upstaged yourself and you knew it in the moment, but you he was still, I think, too mad to apologize to Chris Rock. He apologized sure. to a
5: million other people. Or to God knows, I mean, what was being said between the publicist and him and between the take there's that picture of the of his publicist speaking to him at, like during the commercial break. Yeah. I mean, God knows. I mean, there's so much damage control. So Lord knows they weren't they they might have even been like, don't apologize. Don't do it yet. We have to, you know what I mean? And so, right, right.
3: Also, thinking of legally, and I could only
5: imagine we've got to
3: get Gideon on here of like what (laughs) he was allowed to say, even though we all fucking saw it happen. Right, right.
5: And also in yeah, all the people being like, yeah, team will talk shit, get hit, yada, yada, yada. Like his ass said the next day in a big, well, his publicist technically probably, but said in a big post on his Insta the next day, huge apology. Violence is never the answer. And I didn't see anybody fucking retweeting that or commenting on that. All those people who were defending, walking up on stage and uh, assaulting someone for f- saying five words or whatever it was towards his wife. Like. I don't know that, that that also kind of always b- bothers me everyone wants to just like stick with the one thing and they don't no one wants to like look at all the shit that happened at the show after that moment or anything any reaction doesn't him apologizing and saying violence is never the answer totally negate any of the uh, arguments that it was like, a day, justified, that, like it was okay right. or you know what I mean and and Chris Rock I believe also issued a statement apologizing as well um for the whole thing, so you know, it, it's also uh, you know acknowledged. And Richard that he Williams issued a statement was that was okay. like, "Don't." Com- that was the like, other. Thing. Yeah, Jackie Richard Williams. Give us that. Yeah, the Richard yeah,
3: Williams, yeah. who is the you know the father of the Williams sisters, who Will Smith was playing in King Richard, openly was like, "I do not condone violence because, like, even in his." Except and he, he was oh. like he compared himself to Richard Williams like yeah. see I'm just protecting my family yeah see, that's this is that's what, right. this is what we do and no. Richard Williams is like I don't condone violence di- I do I do not condone violence yeah, that's not what uh, I do. unless it is something out of self defense yeah and that is you know uh, that is a part of the movie as well and I do appreciate that he openly said like don't compare yourself to me yeah yeah I, that's I would, pretty I, awkward that's not, to
4: make a huge ca- huge so career crazy. altering mistake and then go up and be like. This is just like what this guy did I'm that I said so, about. I, I said this to you guys, and now I'm
3: realizing it's because I was trying to find something else When right after this happening. They kept, like, during the acceptance speech, going back to the Williams sisters, and one of the Williams sisters' nipple was showing from underneath her dress. I believe it was Venus' Williams nipple. You could see half her nipple, and they kept cutting back. And in my head, all I could think was that, like, the censors would rather show a woman who is having a wardrobe malfunction, which in any other case, they would have immediately cut away from her.
5: Yeah, no one's even talked about it.
3: There are a couple of articles about it, but it was because it was during Will Smith's shit-ass acceptance speech of him saying that he's not at fault, he's just protecting his family, and that that is also going on, and that the American public didn't glom on to only that.
4: That shows how big of a fucking thing this is, and,
3: and
5: maybe I think you know the people who watched it because I didn't even catch that till you told me again. That yeah, cell, Jackie just I, texted
4: that nipple, and we were both like, "What are you talking
5: about?" Well, I only know it because it was because at this point, and this is why I really want someone to make a movie just about the people in that production booth. Yeah, like I you would know watch the people who movie, call the like shots a- of each. <laughs> I, I all I want to, and I love also somebody made the offbeat joke like, it's weird to see something live. That you know will be in a biopic like ten years from oh, now or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Like for sure that is going to be recreated in a, in a biopic. But regardless, um, I don't think we saw the nibble slip is I think we were too um uh we were too focused on the crestfallen looks is how I would describe it, on the Williams sisters faces. I will I think...
3: also say though, um, real quick, the Nicole Kidman picture of everyone's like, this is what Nicole Kidman yeah, looked yeah, like after his happening. It wasn't happen that then. was when yeah. she saw Jessica Chastain in how beautiful her dress is. Also, can we give it up for Jessica Chastain? Yeah. I, I, yeah, you she know did what? great, man. I, she she again, did. talk I, about it. I think we... it's great. Ariana DeBose, like fucking congratulations. Like, yes. like there's so many pe- and I know that like we don't need to do that. They don't give a fuck about our existence. But there's just so many people that deserve like this is a, such a monumentous night. Fuck you, Will Smith, for taking that away from them. I think that that sucks the most.
5: Speaking of pictures being misleading too, there's this picture going around by fucking morons sharing this picture, uh, trying to reveal that the whole thing was staged by the way their postures were and the way, apparently even that picture was digitally doctored (laughs) and altered. Of course it was. You fucking moron, you get out, I'm, I'm done. Everyone, moratorium on conspiracy theories. I, they gotta go. We gotta Whoa, go. We gotta get wait, rid of them for a couple hours? years. Just a couple years. Oh no, except for show? our celebrity experience. I was gonna say, <laughs> hold on, you know what time it is. <laughs> uh, is it time? Do we it and, and is. A, much what? like at the Oscars, do, do we are we able to transition into a goofy, nonsensical stuff. you celebrity wanna be
3: goofy? Theory? I can be goofy. All
5: right, let's get into We're play it. play ourselves um, off here with the music. Anything I think yeah, Ooh. before we move on, anything else needs to be said. I think we covered all of it. I think I've gotten it all across. Um it's also fucking just a ridiculous moment, and hopefully we just move on. And Twitter's stupid, and like, <laughs> you know what I mean. And and I I want I to like res- what
3: Billie Eilish was wearing. <laughs> <just> saying, I was <laughs> like terrible. what she was wearing. It was a I horrible didn't like dress, it.
5: and I don't know shit about fashion, but that was awful. And I agree. with You know with
3: what? And you know I love Billie Eilish. You know, what? we're gonna have confession corner over here. I think that Billie Eilish's James Bond's song was very similar to Adele's James Bond song. I'm fucking <laughs> I am saying it. I need to get so it off funny. my chest.
5: <laughs> so funny. I, uh, yeah, I it's just the whole thing. Uh, and also,
3: all- Jada Pickett Smith's dress, the green dress, has been on just as many Worst dressless. Yes. As best. Why the, what dress the fuck? Yes. That dress. I don't it, She. It. She looks fucking amazing. She's. That well, that's dress. why the whole Stunning. thing is
5: like with the best and worst dress. I'm so glad you. have This time there were a couple of lists you sent to compare. And so you're like, oh, the whole thing's stupid because half the people on the worst are on the best. Because if there's on like the Olivia Colman was on the worst.
3: She looked yeah. great. And Olivia Colman was like me, Shawn Mendes who was just wearing. A suit. I was on so many of these lists where I'm like, come on, it's literally a suit. There's not. I I don't know if that, but like Zoe Kravitz, mama Mia. The Yo, like, also Dude! I think I,
5: I wonder if a lot more people are gonna be watching the Grammys, which are this weekend, I believe. I know Good I'm word. an app. I
3: don't know if I can handle
4: it with yeah, you. Yeah. I don't just know if been doing do a week ago
3: about I whether there would be it.
4: violence at the Grammys because of Kanye. Oh no, we we're like hey, didn't do do violence this. Did at we didn't do that. Did we do this? Shows? Did we do it? <laughs> I
5: think we might have conjured, And the fact that we were all watching and texting about it at once, it does feel like it was sort of um, some kind of magical we summoned it. effect we have. Yeah, I think we summoned this to happen. It was
4: something sure. we didn't want, but somehow we summoned it.
5: Um, Can and- we
3: summon, like, watching um, a consensually sold sex tape between Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. Is there any way that we could get some sort of only fans between the two of them? Because that was the joke that Chris Rock made right before the Will Smith one. And I look at the two of them like, "Mamma mia. Woo, woo. get in my bed uh, uh, uh. you'll make a me come you know what I mean I'm ready for fun I'm ready for frivolity <laughs> yes, don't you see with the share. do you, you believe, it? believe
5: it Chris Rock's body double no oh. now I've heard oh. everything I, oh, heard oh everything. no this one comes don't worry too if you want more Oscar stuff I've got some Oscar blinds coming your way oh, in a yeah. little bit alright this one comes in from Haley, who wrote, "Hi Holden, Jackie, and MJ." We all know and love to hate Chris Rock, uh, not just because of his terrible politics and music, but because he's a phony with a wealthy background who acts like he's a working class every man. I will say, I did, um, before uh, his weird, like that weird song he put out more recently and his like boomer shit he's been doing, I did love how he like made venues sell beer at cheaper prices and sell tickets at cheaper prices so that his audience, uh, who he knew was not necessarily like.
3: Again, we're fancy not 100% behind all of Chris Rock's ideals and beliefs, but I will say. Kid that Rock. doesn't mean. Uh, did I say? Oh, Kid Rock. <laughs> no wait. Did you <laughs> say? You said Chris Rock. Rock. I, you know. said Chris I said Chris Rock. Rock.
5: Kid Rock's body double. Oh, we
3: need to do this all over all right, again yeah, because yeah, I yeah. was thinking immediately me something. Too. I was, was like, body double. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay,
5: let's start it over. All let's right. okay. let's sing, let's this sing song. the share Hit me with the share. Do, do you believe it Kid Rock's body double? This one comes in from Haley, who wrote, Hi, Holden, Jackie, and MJ. We all know and love to hate Kid Rock, not just because of his terrible politics and music, but because he's a phony with a wealthy background who acts like he's a working-class everyman.
3: Indeed. But we gotta get on the cruise! I, I, yeah, and I will
5: also <laughs> shout out, uh, outside of his like weird... Boomer shit that he's doing, especially lately. And yeah, the politics. I did love how he made uh, tickets more affordable for his fans and stuff like that and and forced venues to sell beer at cheaper prices because he knows his audience. But yeah, and the cruise sounds fun. But either way, Um, but there's something even worse that Kid Rock is hiding. And it's not just whatever happened when Tucker Carlson visited his Cadillac pussy VIP room. Does Kid oh, Rock, I don't even know what that uh, is, by the way. That uh, just sounds yeah. like, so gross. <laughs> Does Kid Rock not even party? Is his most likable quality that he sucks, but he might be fun to drink with a lie? I, res- I love this theory, by the way.
4: Yeah, this is good because that is his only redeemable quality that maybe he'd be fun at a party. Although obviously not because he's yes. fucking pig
5: but I recently found a comment on an ask reddit thread about the worst celebrity encounters and there were several very specific kid rock stories The first commenter describes going to a Kid Rock show with his friend who had backstage passes to meet Kid. They had a great time and continued drinking and having fun with other fans backstage after the show. Finally, Kid Rock comes out, long stringy hair, a bandana, at least one piece of clothing with an American flag on it. Everyone's super stoked. He's smiling, shaking hands, doing shots with people. But something seems off. The commenter slowly realizes that the man they're hanging out with backstage is not Kid Rock. It was a body double slash celebrity impersonator who was fucking dressed like Kid Rock. Then another person chimed in and said almost the exact same thing happened to them. They won a radio contest to party with Kid Rock, showed up at a hotel bar with the other winners where they uh, proceeded to get tipsy before Kid arrived and surprise, the person who showed up was again a body double who looked like Kid Rock and partied (laughs) with them all night. So basically Kid Rock has at least one impersonator that he hires to hang out with his fans who I assume are drunk and usually none the wiser, all to keep Keep up his fun-loving party guy persona while he probably just has a cup of tea and goes to sleep in his hotel room. But I guess it's like his new song says, ain't nobody gonna tell him how to live. Oh my God. Right? Hopefully this wasn't too long that you guys get as much of a kick out of this as I did. Love you so much, and please people, never go to the Cadillac Pussy VIP room, Haley. I love the idea that like, (laughs) there's so many, you know, there's always the rumor of like, this person hired an impersonator to like perform for, the do a gig for, them do like work for them so the idea that someone's hiring an impersonator to party in their stead is the funniest fucking thing it's kind of a great idea honestly
4: that's (laughs) the thing it sucks because it's kid rock but i do gotta say i support it for the partier that would be a fun (laughs) job also very fun for kid rock to not have to party it's two things i love partying and not partying and i think I hate to say that it's a yes from me. Dog. Yeah, <laughs>
3: it's also a yes from me, dog. I think he's got multiple impersonators.
5: I love it, I love it. That's um, great. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I
3: hate that I'm so aligned with something that Kid Rock is doing, because I do think it's kind of a great idea.
4: <laughs> it's the only I
3: just, thing
5: and we also, will give it up he, to him for. He, he always kind of has like big and sunglasses on, and like the and bandana. The I mean, it's just so easy to... You know, pull it off. I feel like it's yeah. so easy to, uh, yeah, that could be anybody. Cowboy. Yeah, he Baby. looks like every regular at a dive bar in like the South, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's at least one guy that looks exactly like him at, at the bar. So, probably you could probably hire one at any town you're in. It's probably not even the same guy, especially
3: you know? where people still want to watch Kid Rock perform.
5: And yeah. I do
3: feel that it's like I, I'm only saying this because beneath my hometown is where the Kid Rock cruise. Leaves from. So uh, I know Kid Rock territory.
5: <laughs> get that Uncle Cracker on board, and I tell you what,
3: everybody's dancing. I believe.
5: Hell yeah. Well, just in case you forgot, a man was slapped. Oh, God, <laughs> Holden. <laughs> uh, we have to move on from the
4: slap and get to the list.
5: Oh, who's, who's on, on the list? Jackie? Jackie? got to have, have that, that list. list is it about people who've been slapped listen,
3: listen honestly it's people who've been has nothing to do with it it does have to do with bizarre details of celebrity deaths oh, i was trying okay. to not get i was trying to um, pivot away
5: from what i knew we <laughs> were going to talk Celeb about for the rest slaps of this. from the 70s yeah yeah
3: Actually, the real reason why I chose this, um, I chose this list specifically is because Henry was just in Memphis and they went to Elvis's house Uh and reading this, uh, Henry and I were actually talking about this, so I thought it was Kazma that I read this list. Elvis's colon. One thing they don't tell you about partying like a rock star is that all those drugs make you super constipated. Elvis's personal doctor recently claimed it's what killed the king. And while that's probably not entirely true, his autopsy did reveal... 30 pounds of burning love in his colon, which was twice as wide and long as a normal one as a result of chronic constipation. We all yeah. know that Elvis died on the toilet. I did not know this part of the story. Hmm. Wow.
5: I always talk about um, a documentary I love. It's a very short documentary called The Burger and the King. I saw it when I was in high school visiting a friend. Uh, and uh, we had dinner, and the parents had some friends over, and we all sat around. And just, it's a documentary. I never knew how insane. His eating habits were. Oh, yeah. They were yeah. crazy. Those banana peanut butter sandwiches, like, his housekeeper, I think it's footage of her, like, or his cook or whatever. She showed how she did it. And She would literally melt, like, four entire sticks of butter in the pan. It's too much And butter. then, like, put the bread in. This is
3: coming from an Italian woman from Queens of, like, yeah. I know how to make things rich. I it know how to crazy. make things delicious. But four sticks of butter... Is too much for one sandwich. Right.
5: (laughs) He just ate like a fucking psycho, but his body was like, you know, he was just. He wasn't
0: shitting it out! Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico.
2: And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at
1: regular price. Ba da ba ba.
5: His younger years, he was his metabolism, everything was fine. But there was a, a, obviously a turning point for him. And uh, that's why we got big fat Elvis was was like he just kept eating the way he always ate, and it just caught up with him.
3: I mean, isn't that the problem with most of our? <laughs> I was going to say yes. <laughs> uh, Definitely my
5: called. <laughs> I know about it. <laughs> Definitely why I just had to cut beer out for a little while because I was just like, oh, I can't do it like I did it in college no. in Brooklyn doing sketch comedy
3: no but don't worry at least no one's ever gonna try to steal your brain after you die like they did with (laughs) einstein the pathologist who performed the brilliant physicist autopsy helped himself to his brain hoping to find out what made it so good the brain was considered missing for more than 20 years until the pathologist revealed it to a journalist whipping out two mason jars full of brain from a cider box in his office.
5: Ooh.
3: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I got brain cabinet right over y'all. Brain
5: cabinet. That's actually the most upsetting thing that's been talked about on this episode. <laughs> You're
3: welcome. See, that's part of what I wanted with this. We don't condone <laughs> right brain here. stealing
4: in any way
5: yes. on this episode. No, But we understand no. how you could see that it's actually a good thing to do. <laughs> well,
3: we got it. It's science, isn't it? How else are we supposed to find out? Yeah,
5: I'm not a scientist. I can't speak for scientists, okay? so Now, this has nothing to do
3: with science. Princess Diana predicted her own death. In 2003, her butler revealed a note she wrote to him that the Guardian ruled apparently genuine, discussing her fears that someone was planning an accident in my car, brake failure, and serious head injury in order to make the path clear for Charles to marry. There's no evidence that death was indeed anything other than an accident, but it might have worked out really well for that unnamed person. Interesting. I believe uh. it. Sonny Bono was on drugs. All right, please. Oh, <laughs> I'm <sure that's> true. <laughs> Sonny Bono was on drugs, and everybody knows it, even though he claimed to not be on drugs. But it's not everybody that knows it. His widow blamed his prescription drug habit of 15 to 20 pills a day that um, we all know that he died during an accident, but his wife feels that there were other things
1: involved.
4: <laughs> oh. Didn't he run into a tree also while skiing, just like Natasha yes. Richardson? But he yeah, was on a lot of bro. drugs
5: at the time. Maybe, but yeah, drugs. he was like, "Look, hey guys, look at I'm going to go kiss that tree <laughs> over there." I believe is the last <laughs> thing he said because uh, he was so hopped up. Uh, he and then he, he hit the tree too hard. Now, this I did know from
3: the documentary. I think there was Graham Parsons' Fallen Angel.
5: So fucking cool! Oh my god, the story, this story.
3: of Graham Parsons. Death is, vi- and I love Grant Parson. He's an a, a, old, like, Flying Burrito Brothers, old school uh, country musician, Grant Parsons. The singer's manager claims he wanted to be cremated and his ashes scattered at Joshua Tree, but his family instead planned a traditional burial in Louisiana. So he kidnapped his former client's body from the airport, drove it to Joshua Tree, and lit the body on fire. He only succeeded in alarming nearby police, because turns out that's not how you cremate a body. You don't pull it out into the desert after you steal it from the airport and set it on fire. (laughs) And even though it was his want after his uh, death, he was one of the 27 Club, and Lord knows what he was on when he said that that's what he wanted. Uh, I hear page seven, we don't condone the stealing of a corpse
4: from an airport.
3: And I yeah. say that. Can, yeah, I think
5: we
4: can... That. We don't condone brain stealing, corpse stealing, <laughs> or slapping. Those are three well, things.
5: We can't speak for corpses, okay? That's one thing we just can't do, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure.
3: <laughs> or we can speak for overdoses, I guess. Um, this list, this is not my own words, a thwarted threesome killed Janice Joplin. Speaking of the 27 Club, to be clear, it's almost impossible to murder someone with your sexual choices, but it's true that the night before she died. Joplin had planned a threesome with her fiancé and ex-girlfriend and they both bailed on her. She got bored and sad, bought some heroin, and overdosed. Allegedly. The ex thinks she got too high and hit her head. Bum bum bum. Da, da, da. Who knows about the deaths? And so let's end it with Rasputin's penis.
5: Why?
2: Man, oh he's not even did. a celebrity.
3: <laughs> oh, he's a bit Oh, we all know who Rasputin is. Rah, rah, Rasputin. According to legend, the mad monk's impressive unit was either cut off by his killers or stolen from the morgue by an old flame. Somehow, a group of Russian women living in Paris believed the sacred dong had made its way to them, and they worshipped whatever it was they had until his daughter supposedly showed up to reclaim it. You know what? I'm always going, I'm like, where's my daddy's dick? You (laughs) got my daddy's dick? You got my daddy's dick? (laughs) Eventually, the proprietors aren't saying how. It completed its trip around the continent and ended up back in Russia at the Museum of Russian Erotica where it remains on display. That is my list. Wow.
5: Fantastic. <laughs>
3: How do you feel about a penis? Blind. Uh, oh, you, I think oh, blind. you feel you blind. Can't, <laughs> you can't see it.
5: No. Now it can't happen because we didn't.
3: No, it's like the rest of the Oscars. Oh,
5: we can't see him. I think I'm going. Blind. Item.
1: Oh, we can't see him.
5: All right, Oscar blinds. You know what? It's kind of like a compliment sandwich of Oscar blinds. It's two positive blinds with one negative blind in the middle. Of people's Ooh. behavior at the Oscars, Ooh, so here we go. Fun. Here's the first one. I like a yeah, two kind blinds. How uh, kindness? I'm, blinds. That's Isn't very that
4: nice? nice. Two kind blinds.
5: I think we need a little, You know, two we got to bring in a little two kind blinds. Two kind blinds. Yeah, yeah. We've got it. We've got to uh, bring in a little positivity, right, to the Oscars and everything. So here He's we good. go. First one, this permanent A-list country singer who has also acted and had an affair or two during her first marriage—well, that's not very kind—was passing out big <laughs> tips to anyone who helped her last night. The big more tips? she made big tips, oh. the more she made use of the bar. The more generous she became. Reba. She, perf- yeah, Reba. I was
4: just saying before everything went to shit at the Oscars, how I just, whenever Reba performs, I'm just like, okay, I don't yeah, feel yeah. strongly one way or the other.
5: I like her her. a lot. I love love her her? aura. I love her her presence. Yeah, and I love hearing this that she was like handing out tips. Bigger, the bigger they were, the drunker she got. I love it. That speaks after my. I know that
3: this really not necessarily is about Reba, but. have you watched Bob, Barb and Star Go to the Vista Del Mar? Uh, no, one of my I've favorite heard that com- it's
5: comedies of recent years. I, I yeah. think can't it's incredible. I recommend it to you enough. It's so okay. funny. MJ. And, Reba
3: and Reba only has a small part in it, but I think that, like, honestly, if you're having like a really bad day, yeah. put on Barb and Star Go to the Vista Del Mar. And it's it, so good. I've watched it, I think, at this point, four or five times. Okay. And what new movie can I actually say that about?
5: <laughs> it's like anchorman style in the sense uh-huh. of it's totally innocuous and ridiculous. Just
3: Two
4: friends just trying to go on vacation.
5: But female driven, so like less gross in certain ways, uh, yeah, too. It's great. It's, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, it's so good. I
4: have no no negative feelings about Reba McIntyre. It's all positive. I just like it's not, she's not somebody where I'm like, yes, I got to hear Reba sing. I'm just like, oh, Reba. <laughs> oh yeah, you're nice.
3: Honestly, right. I
4: kind of have her in the
3: same category as Dolly Parton. For me, of like, I hold Dolly
5: Parton up a little higher, though. Of course, because
3: Dolly Parton is, you know, is the people's everything,
5: the people's champ. But
3: Reba McIntyre is.
5: She's great. great. Consistently She's awesome.
4: great.
3: Yeah.
5: Uh, all right, here we go. The negative one. Prepare to, to be angry. No, he I got not.
4: slapped.
3: Yeah, a
5: man was slapped in the middle no, of a <laughs> No, of Who did it? The one said that, uh, I do will say, I, I'm not reading a blind word, said that uh, Will Smith had been drinking that night and that he will soon be going to quote-unquote rehab. Uh, I was going to mention be,
4: that, but then I didn't because I was like, oh, maybe he famously doesn't drink or
5: something. I couldn't And also, remember.
4: everyone knows that the Oscars, they like barely give you anything. So if,
5: yeah. even
3: if he did, he would have to bring his own...
5: Well, bleach. apparently, he might be headed towards... the. It's the, In the blind, it said quote-unquote rehab because it'll be like Scientology's like rehab, not rehab, rehab. So... Uh, But regardless, um, here we go. It's not about him or that. (laughs) At the magazine party, this foreign-born A-list comic actress treated all the help like crap. She is really turning into a not nice person. Well,
3: obviously, it's Vanity Fair.
5: It's Vanity Fair Oscar party. And she, uh, we hate her in a movie as a big old fat cat. (laughs)
4: Uh, Is it Rebel Wilson?
5: Yeah, yeah.
3: Jenny so. Annie fucking Dots.
5: <laughs> oh, Jenny
3: Annie Dots. Oh, you're going to lose the weight. Now you're going to be a bitch. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say those things, but
5: remember where you By came the way- from. <laughs> I should oh, I saying. should correct myself. I made a mistake. I thought I had two kindness points. I only had the one about Reba. Oh, so oh this we're is done. A, oh, we're this done. is a negativity. This is a negativity pancake. The butter was on top. Was the kind. Oh, one. that was uh-huh. a kind uh-huh. butter. Okay, uh-huh. two uh-huh. pancake. I like we uh, feel good about
4: Reba. We do not feel good about Rebel Wilson.
5: Well, no. I this mean, we one...
3: certainly don't like Jenny Anydots. That's for you. <laughs> this one makes.
5: A lot of sense to me, but at the same time, I wish it wasn't true. Just because I like some stuff that he, a lot of stuff this actor's done, Ooh. Uh, especially more recently. The meme actor was his usual jerk self last night and barely paid attention to anyone who couldn't do him a favor. He just was scrolling nonstop through a dating app. Um, he's fancy at the all Timothy Chalamet dating app. Yes.
4: Really? Well,
3: I good love all for I had him, to say was you know? he's
5: fancy.
4: He's in his prime. Go on
5: the app. <laughs> he's I know, not even, all,
3: he wasn't like, uh, I mean, I know he's in a movie that won a bunch of awards, but like, he's a
5: kid. He's, he's in a movie that like won. The most awards of
3: the night, but yeah, Dune's really good. <laughs> this is my problem though. This is the, the problem that I live with. Is Jeff's like, so I guess that means we should watch Dune again. Every night. Every night. Yeah, Maybe we should just sh- throw on Dune. Why don't we just well. watch Dune again? He's watched it twice already. I've seen it already.
5: Better than Power of the Slog. I mean, come on. If don't you had to even choose an MJ don't
3: Power, watch of, the power, of, the power no, of the no, dog. it's a no?
5: Don't don't watch
3: it. It's a no from us, though. Okay. It's a bit of a slog. Yeah, <laughs> great. I, try, I would, I would say to we said it on like Talking TV. And... Great acting, like great performances. The writing was really? just yeah. okay, or powerful. just the
5: whole yeah, and the pacing and just the whole. It's also yeah.
3: it was nothing new. It was yeah, it was, it was just, just like don't you see? Because it's like oh, he's gotta he's angry because he's not allowed to feel the way he wants to feel. It's like been there, done that. Give me something right. fucking new. If you're gonna have Better than Cover Patch. If you're gonna have Jesse Plemons, you're gonna have Kristen Dunst, and of course Jesse Plemons, Kristen Dunst, both up for Oscars. They did a great job with their characters, but if you're doing one of these big go for the gold Oscar movies, I think you should do it a little bit better.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't even talk about.
5: The Sam we talking about
3: yet? nothing else, <laughs>
5: <laughs> just like just like the rest of the world, just like the yeah, uh, even our own podcast uh, was overshadowed. Anything we could you have you upstaged about.
4: us, Will. <laughs> <laughs> you upstaged us from talking about all the other controversies we could have been talking about. Yeah, and talking about the
3: the old CFO of uh, Goop that openly was like, no, it's horrendous, toxic work environment.
5: Well, also that one person was like, it's horrible what they do. I stopped doing cleanses altogether. Except recently, I tried a new cleanse. (laughs) And I like the cleanse. I'm like, all right, yes, but also. You know, what's a lot
4: going on when we haven't even talked about how Jane Campion called Sam Elliott a little bitch. And then she sat in her own shit by fucking shitting on Venus and Serena Williams like a major white feminist. Yes. A lot, a lot going lot. on,
5: but there was a lot of crazy, a man, man was slapped, and that's where a we'll A man was it. slapped, and there it is. So <laughs> there it is. Uh, and yeah, I can see again, and uh, Timothy, I'm coming for you, dude. I got to oh, teach you some etiquette. Oh, to kiss No, no, man. Let Timothy and, yeah, be. Well, I'll kiss, yes, I'll kiss him, but I'll also teach him etiquette.
4: Oh, kiss man, him, no shirt. leave his shirt off, and yeah. then.
5: Kiss sandwich. I yeah. kiss him, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> stop just paying attention to so fa- people do do favors for you. And then I kiss him again and I disappear.
3: (laughs) All I know is that I'm really excited to watch Oscar Isaac be Moon Knight. I don't give a fuck about Moon Knight, but I will watch Oscar Isaac. I am
4: going to watch Moon Knight. Very, very quickly I'm after, gonna watch after I have it. the chance to. Yes, that's going to be very good. And
3: you can see again, Holden
5: I can super see again, y'all.
4: Wow, congratulations
5: that's awesome. I'm yeah, really thank happy you. for you. Greatly appreciate it's that. It's
3: all a matter of perspective, isn't it? We did it. We talked about it. We, we talked it. about it.
4: And uh, I think we had fun. I think we did a Do you shit think sandwich? they're
5: going to take the Oscar away? Do you think they're going to take it away? Only, I'm, I'm very interested to see the things. I, I already thought I heard that they definitely weren't going to do that. I think actually Whoopi Goldberg on The View, she's a part of the uh whatever she, she was claims, like she yes. said we're not we're they're not taking it away but there will be consequences but
3: that there's going to I think it's April 14th is the hearing oh. at the academy to see what is going to end up happening wow. with Will Smith in the um future and uh I don't even that, I don't know about all that. Like, we just—it's more of just like let's have a conversation and let's talk about it rather than yeah. Sure, it's like, tough to know what cons- shame him, like, right? No, like, what not, consequences would
4: be meaningful other than like a yeah, like a kind of restorative justice approach where he like really truly acknowledges like the harm that he did, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it
3: is it volunteer work? Is it like, right. You know, it's it's something like he needs to do something, I, and
4: that's to honestly, like I I actually think if what comes out of this, which has kind of happened so far is like a meaningful acknowledgement from both parties that like, I think Chris Rock has has acknowledged, like I said something hurtful and like, and then if, if Will Smith, his apology was a little bit PR, but like if each party acknowledges like something, this something really hurtful happened and this was my role in it. Like that's really the best you can hope sure. for after a cut. Totally. You know?
5: I mean, honestly, I'm just I'm definitely gonna watch the Grammys this weekend. And if something <laughs> fucked up happens along similar lines. Get the
4: text loop it's ready. Gonna get be your friends crazy. ready. Yeah. Whoever whatever is your text loop that sustains you, get it going for the Grammys.
5: Yes. It probably won't, but wow, if it does, I mean that it's gonna cause a fucking shit. Then
4: we will be in a truly in, an, in another in another world. Yeah. Like a post violence <laughs> at the
5: awards show world. <laughs> Good it's lord. like when will it not happen at awards <laughs> show? You know what I mean? It'll be weird that it t- like no one was hurt at this <laughs> show. Anyways, all right. I think that's about it. Do we do we shout? Do the plugs. Oh, we do the plugs. And then we shout.
4: How could I forget?
3: Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us and um, for stewing in our juices for a while. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at jackthatworm. You can also find whatever weird shit I'm doing over on the TikTok over on page 7 LPN because I'm I'm left to my own devices and I am making... Content And you can come hang out with me on Tuesdays and Sundays over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie. We talk about sex, we try to fuck daddies, and it's the best. And you should come hang out.
5: Hell yeah, check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators hoe. Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams. Uh Yeah, just come join us. Friday especially. Jackie and I, we will be screaming some more. I'm sure we'll be fucking... Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't have to talk about it, but I'm sure it'll come up. Uh, So there you go. You can join us for more discourse over there. It'll come up. It'll, especially as we drink more and more and more. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) That's at uh, 6pm ET, twitch.tv forward slash holdinator So, and yeah, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast, page seven podcast at gmail.com, page the numeral seven Podcast at gmail.com. Please send me your conspiracies. Please send me your blinds. I'm always checking them every single week. And I really love that you guys do that. So, yeah, keep them coming. All right. MJ?
4: My name's MJ and I'm MJKLCAT on Instagram. Love you guys. Let's sing the
2: song.
3: Shout, 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 let let it all out.
2: out. These are the the emails that that you wrote
3: wrote in about. Come, Come on! on. Slap! Come on, no. read them to you. you. Come on! Ahoy, hoy! Thank you guys so much for sending in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. Oh, it makes my week! I love you guys so much, I read absolutely everything that you send in, um, unless obviously it's labeled. Conspiracy or blind items. I don't look at them, but remember to put it in the subject line so that I don't. Look at it! I don't want to know, but what I do want to know is how much y'all love each other, and I want you guys to know how much I love our community. We're starting off. Thank you so much, Riza, and for writing in. They say I'm writing to you because in a few days, March 28th, I have been with my boyfriend Jasper for two years, and yes, we met during the pandemic because who didn't need tender love during uncertainty? He introduced me to Roundtable of Gentlemen. And now I sit here and listen to page seven because you guys are exactly what I need during my not so fun job. He is the reason why I came to know last podcast network and now I can't get enough of it. Jasper has been my rock, and I can't help but brag, but he's just the best thing that could happen to me. Oh, I'm so happy for you guys! Even more so, I just finished listening to episode 442 of page 7, and let's just say nothing solidifies the romance more than laying gaseous clouds with the person you love. Although I am allowed to make a face, but internally, I embrace it. So this one is for you, Baby! <coughs> I made it with my own hands. Thank you everyone on page seven for keeping me company and giving me laughs while I work and being fucking cool. I love you guys and Jasper. Happy two years and many more to come, baby. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for writing in about your love. And I know that making an assumption makes an ass out of me and me, and then it's an ass meme but I think that this is Shelby Webbs, and I just want to say I love you so much. Shelby Webbs is a part of our amazing Twitch community, as well as the jackpack rise up. Shelby says, listening to Jackie Reed Twilight and joining the Twitch community has easily been one of the best things to happen the last few years. Oh, I love you guys too. The last couple of years have been fucking whack, but I'm back on track. Fuck yeah baby, better than ever, and happy to be living life with my mini humans, partner, cats, and handsome dog. We've struggled with a lot of hard things, but it's made us more resilient, and honestly, having three kids was a very fun nightmare. Anyways, it's my 27th birthday, April 6th. Aries, babies, where y'all at? And I'm determined to make 27 the best year of my life so far. My kids are really starting to develop an actual personality. My partner and I are communicating better than ever. And I have the greatest group of online and in real life friends. And I'm so happy to be a part of this world at all. Thanks, I love y'all, and we love you too, Shelby! Thank you so much for writing in! And oh my god, oh my god, Chris! You made me tear the fuck up! And then you everybody knows it's difficult to happen. (laughs) Kelsey, this is a happy birthday shout-out from your beloved, but I want you to know you got yourself a keeper. This old Yentel gives her blessing! Chris, your love for Kelsey seeps through your words and it makes my heart say chris says kelsey is a caring beautiful extremely loving and stupidly hilarious personality i moved into her tiny bachelor apartment in march 2020 after only a year of dating each other and through all the trials and errors of the pandemic which kelsey likes to call the pandemic lovado we have miraculously made it through with our love for each other growing stronger every day Kelsey turns 29 on April 4th, and while she was excited to have a birthday where she could once again gather with some of her friends, Kelsey's a really tight group of girlfriends affectionately referred to as the gaggle. It's a gaggle waggle. Please say, Kelsey, that you call it the gaggle waggle when you guys go out on the town. But Chris said, I just got the bad news that I was in close contact with someone who has tested positive for COVID. We both quickly agreed that it would now be irresponsible to have a house party even a week after a potential exposure. The pandemic is not over, people! I know it will be a small birthday celebration again this year for Kelsey, but I also know that we will make the most of it and that we'll have a great time because we'll be together. Stop! (laughs) Lastly, to Kelsey, I want to close off by saying, I mean, Chris, you've got a lot more faith in me than than I do. And I, I will always love you that goes out to you, Kelsey, from Chris. Happy birthday, babe. Look at these. Oh, it's an Aries party. We're all invited. Oh, and I love this. Last but not least, I want to say thank you so much, Leela, for writing in. This is such a beautiful way to end the show today. And I just want to say thank you, especially with what happened at the fucking Oscars. I just want to say thank you for writing this in. Lila says... I would like to shout out any listener, myself included, who is working through relationship issues of any kind, romantic or not, right now. After ending an incredibly unhealthy long-distance friend-slash-hookup relationship with a much older man I met as a teen, I befriended a guy who has been a rock-in-the-sea-of-world-fucked-up-this that we sailed into in March 2020. When I visited him recently, there was an incident, a secret he accidentally revealed. And all the insecurity and heartbrokenness and auto-aggressive tendencies from the toxic dude kicked in full force. My new friend is understanding and kind, but even though we talked through it and it went picture book well, the mental equivalent of a fractured bone happened with that interaction between us. We set the bone and put it in a cast but now it's still going to hurt for a while and take time and much care to heal. So to anybody out there having similar feelings and maybe using the company of Page Seven to distract yourself, working through all the mental itching and smelliness under that metaphorical cast is so hard, and I applaud you for taking any step in the direction of healing. There is no shame in relapsing. Handling pain on top of everything else going on is a lot. Not to do a toxic positivity, but as a sometimes much needed reminder from a person outside of your head, taking the cast off too soon and giving your mental bone time to heal will be worth it. Standing by my choice of metaphor, XOXO to all of you, Leela. And thank you so much for writing that in. I think that we all need to hear that every once in a while, and especially coming from A a, a source that we don't know. And I appreciate that. Take the time to heal. It's okay. And also it's work all relationships are work, and we gotta put the work in to make it worth it. But that's not Page 7 material, that's Oh No, It's Jackie material. But you should totally come by and hang out over on Oh No, It's Jackie if you ever need to feel uh, the community around you, because we are here in spades, and I love you guys, and thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the shoutouts. Again, you can send in your own shoutouts to page7podcast at gmail.com with 7, the number in there, page7podcast at gmail.com. I hope you guys have a beautiful week. Keep loving your hearts. Put love out there. We have to be good to each other. I love you guys.
5: This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.